You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Sobriety with me, your friend, Ari Eastman. What are you doing right now? You driving to work? You sitting in your bed? You eating breakfast, lunch, dinner? All of them at the same time? You in the shower? I love, I love when we spend our, I love when we spend our time together. Anyway, hope you're having a great time, whatever it is you're doing. And today, I thought we would talk about something that is very, very popular in recovery circles, and that is gratitude. So gratitude, or, you know, this feeling of gratefulness, has sort of come to me without thinking about it too much in recovery, especially, I would say, in the first six months. It's just hard not to be overcome with gratitude when you start to actually feel better in life. And so for me, when I got past the first 30 days of not drinking, especially that first week, everything just started to feel better. I wasn't hungover, you know, meaning my head wasn't constantly hurting. That like low level headache that I just always had was gone. I had more energy, even when I struggled falling asleep. And that's still an issue I have. And it's an issue I had long before I ever started drinking. That aside of it, I still had so much more energy than I did when I was drinking. My mental health did a total flip and improved dramatically to the point where it felt like cutting out alcohol was just me going on a really amazing antidepressant or anti-anxiety, which I'm on, but the effects of it were diluted because I was drinking so much. So I had just a lot of euphoria. That daily euphoria has waned and I'm more just, I don't know, quote unquote normal now. And in the beginning, when I had those first pink clouds, which if you're new here, pink cloud is a term in recovery. It's basically a stage of early addiction recovery that involves a lot of feelings of euphoria and elation. It's sort of like entering an awesome relationship and you are, have so many butterflies and everything they do is amazing and you're just in this honeymoon phase and just every single thing around you is just like, you're look, you're on a pink cloud, you're floating on a pink cloud and you're so euphoric and optimistic and I would go for walks in my neighborhood and I literally feel like I was just living in a musical. Like I'd find a street lamp and I would just start doing choreography. Like I thought I was living singing in the rain. Just pure goofy bliss. But like the honeymoon phase, it doesn't last forever and life starts to be life again. And that meant or means for me learning to navigate the shittier parts or the lonely nights without drinking. But the general feeling of gratitude has stuck around and sometimes it's smaller, you know, and sometimes it gets overrun by other bigger feelings like fear or insecurity, or anxiety, but it's always tucked away in some little corner. I don't always point it out, you know, I'm not sure I always practice gratitude on purpose, but this week I actually did because I went to a group gratitude and journaling session in the park. And listen, this is something that is outside of my comfort zone. I, I really like to do the things that I do. Like, I'm not spontaneous. I like my routine. I... I don't like trying new things. I'm very, very boring and very anxious in that way. But my friend reached out and said, hey, you know, I go to this on on Sundays. It's a group uh, journaling session, gratitude. It's, you know, really nice people, great energy. I don't know if this would be something you're into. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to that. And it was like a perfect day weather-wise. It didn't feel like Satan's asshole for once in LA. It was a little cloudy. The park was beautiful. And it was just this group of people all spread out, chilling on blankets, journaling together. And then people went around and some people like shared their responses to the journaling prompts because they bas- they sent us out a journaling prompt that I, at the very end, I think I'm going to read because maybe you'll want to journal from some of these prompts. So at the very end, instead of a pink cloud this week, because to be honest, this 
entire experience I am explaining is kind of my pink cloud of the week. I'm going to share the journal prompts that we wrote from, but it was just so sweet. Like everyone just went around, not everyone, but people who wanted to volunteered and they shared what they wrote. And I couldn't even hear half of them because we were really, really spread out, which was nice because, you know, we weren't all close together. We were definitely socially distancing outside in the park, which was nice. But you could just like feel the energy. And I just thought, oh, I did have a moment where I thought, this is probably a little bit of the energy maybe that happens in 12-step rooms. And I've said, I don't go to AA. I it's, It hasn't been a part of my recovery. And it did have a little moment where I thought like, oh, maybe I would, maybe I would like this kind of camaraderie, this sort of like group session feeling. And I think there's ways to get that that are not just 12-step programs. But I don't know, it was just really like affirming and really like centering And it's funny, the guy who kind of was like the leader of it, who I assume sort of sets it all up and he was kind of leading the session. um, At one point, he talked about something. He's like, oh, you know, something we say in 12-step rooms. And it's funny because I looked at him and I was just listening to the way he was speaking and kind of just just his general vibe. And like I just to myself, I was like, I feel like that man's in recovery. I'm just getting big, big recovery vibes from him. And then when he was like, well, what we say in 12 step rooms and I was like, nailed it. But all in all, it was just a it was a great experience. I'm glad I went. I'm glad I pushed myself a little bit. And, you know, it's a good reminder that we don't always stop and think about the things that we're grateful for. And I'll be honest, sometimes I even push back against like the practice of gratitude in some ways, because sometimes I think that there can be this like, toxic positive like there's this toxic positive space that I feel like I've seen before and I never want to engage in it where it to me feels like when you're just supposed to be like constantly grateful for everything all the time and you're not allowed to have a bad day and you're not it's like it's like the people that walk by you and they're like smile and you're like shut the fuck up you don't know what I'm what kind of day I'm having you smile, bitch. <laughs> and I think I see it on Instagram and social media a lot too. And this is why I don't always follow. There's some like, there's some kind of like mindfulness, mental health sort of uh, Instagram pages that veer really into, to me, almost like, almost like performative positivity where I'm sure, you know, I shouldn't say that because here's the thing. If it helps, if it helps one person, that's enough. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to vibe with me. But I just think sometimes we need to be able to have space to be like grateful for something one day. And then just like we're also allowed to wallow some days and we're also allowed to feel like, no, like life isn't fair and not everything happens for a reason. And it's okay to have those days where you're like, what's the point? And it's just I think for me, it's just knowing there's a balance and knowing things are going to change and life is constantly changing I guess where I struggle sometimes with this like overly positive mindset of the things that you know kind of what I talk about almost where I get like turned off from like the idea of gratitude practices even though at the at the base level it's such a it's such a great thing to do that even if you are having a bad day and even if things are shitty like of course it's a great grounding technique and tool to be like what are three things I'm grateful for right now like that's that's great like there's really nothing inherently wrong with that I think there's probably like a small part of me that gets triggered when I see like overly positive people or that positive mindset because I'm reminded of people in my past who honestly it wasn't their fault. They didn't understand because they they themselves did not have mental health struggles. But, you know, people who are like, oh, just think of the positive side when, you know, I'm like going through like a depressive episode and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think on the positive side. Unfortunately, uh, my brain chemistry is just not allowing that right now, Susan. Sorry. But, you know, I've also I've also gone back and forth and been like, there are things I can do when I'm struggling that 
are going to make me feel better. They're not going to cure me. They're not going to be a magic button that I press. But yeah, when I'm having anxiety, it is probably going to help me to go for a walk. It is probably going to help me to do different like techniques I've learned, like uh, looking. There's the one I think it's like five, four, three, two, one, where you like look at like five things around you and like four things you smell or I'm kind of butchering it. But it's like you look at the things around you of your senses of like what you can see, what you can smell, uh, what you can hear. And so it's like, yes, there are things we can do to help ourselves. And I think that's like the, that's the balance, right? Of knowing there are things we can do to help, but also giving ourselves the grace and the compassion to know that this might help, but it might not fix it all the way. And that's okay. I think about that a lot with the fact that I stopped drinking and you know, obviously the overwhelming gratitude I feel for that and for the way I changed the course of my life, but that there are still things that I deal with and that I struggle with and probably reasons that I started drinking in the first place. And those things didn't just magically go away because I stopped drinking. My life improved. I helped myself because when I removed the alcohol, a lot of my issues went away or got better, but they didn't all disappear. And I think for me, gratitude is like, for me, it's like gratitude is kind of like embodying that. It's being grateful for the things I have and also the recognition that things will never be perfect and that's okay too. And sort of like the duality of that. And I I really felt that actually in the group circle and it was really nice. And I think it's something I'm going to practice more because it's like, Yeah, you can wake up and, for example, I had this amazing morning where we did this. It felt so good. It felt so like, oh, I'm doing something really healthy for my mind. And I was around all these people. And then later in the day, I had a horrible headache and I felt like the worst. And I had to lie down and take a really long nap. And I just felt like really shitty. And I think I was just having like a bad period day. And it's like, oh, the duality in one day that I can have this like really enlightening morning where I'm like, oh my God, my day's going to be amazing now because of this. And then it wasn't. And that's okay too. I think we can be grateful for things and also recognize that like life's not always perfect. No, life is not perfect. Not, not that life is not always perfect. Life is not perfect, period. But you know what is perfect? Our next segment. It's something that made me happy this week. It's my pink cloud of Well, as I shared earlier, I am going to share the gratitude journal prompts that they uh, handed out for us because I thought, you know, if you want to break out your journal, you want to just say it out loud to yourself, just think it, you don't care about this segment, you turn the episode off. I mean, really, dealer's choice, you know, it's whatever you want to do. No, if it was dealer's choice, it would be me, right? Am I the dealer in this card game of life? Anyway, uh, gratitude journal prompts. Number one. What am I most grateful for this morning? So, you know, think about it. Write it down. Shout it into the void. What am I most grateful for this morning? I basically said that I came and tried something new. Because I'm a scaredy cat. Number two. What are three things or experiences from this last week that I'm grateful for? Oh, so how is this? This is different from because, you know, the previous one is just what were you grateful for this morning? And the other one is three things or experiences from the last week. So take your time. Think about it. Mull it over. And when you're ready, 
Number three, I know my anxiety is setting in when blank gets specific. For me, I said, I know my anxiety is setting in when I get really overwhelmed with fatigue. For me, it's like depression and anxiety can both kind of appear that way where I get really fatigued and I just feel like I'm going to like fall asleep right away. And it's just like my body shutting down and like not wanting to deal with anything. Um, And when I get hyper focused on something and and then I also get physical stuff, of course, I get like, you know, stomach aches and I get like acid reflux, blah, 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 blah. So number three, again, I know my anxiety is setting in when blank. Number four, what are three things I could do when I feel my anxiety setting in? Um, I said, for one of the things I said, uh, go for a walk, do some sort of slow physical activity that allows me to think and and process. Um, I also said, put away my phone, get off social media, read a book, do something that is not, you know, continuing this cycle of my anxiety, especially with social media. Hard for me to do. Easier said than done. And number five, write out an intrusive thought, cross it out, and replace it with a positive affirmation. Uh, my intrusive thought that I have a lot is that um, I'm not as ahead as I should be and everyone else is ahead of me. And so I crossed it out and I replaced it with I am exactly where I need to be and I'm proud of where I'm going. That's what I did. And then the last thing says commitment for the week. What act of self-love do you commit to doing this week? For me, I think I'm just going to continue. I've been reading a lot before bed, which has been so much better than being on my screens and watching TV and, you know, browsing Reddit or whatever I do. And I'm going to try and continue doing that this week. So that's my commitment for the week of an act of self-love. So think about what yours is going to be. Oh, and I forgot to say, you know what I'm really grateful for? You, the listener, for tuning in every week. Um, I really do. I really do appreciate it. And this started as just kind of almost like my like audio diary of just me processing things and you know, my recovery. And I'm just always overwhelmed and so happy when people reach out and say they listen. And it's just, I'm really, I'm genuinely really, really grateful for it. And if you enjoy it and you want to leave a review, five-star rating, I'll be really grateful for that too. (laughs) But uh, for now, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night. And I'll see you next week. And I'm pretty sure that next week is going to be with a guest, a returning guest. So I'm very excited about that. And I love you all so much. Have a fantastic, fantastic time doing whatever it is you do. Okay, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Bye.